Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Hello, ladies. Welcome to another edition of the Husband Factory. We are here with a soon-to-be ex-bachelor. We're here with bachelor. Soon, right now, he's still a bachelor. His name is Aram. And when I say he's gonna, he's a soon-to-be ex-bachelor is because he's actually getting married this weekend. And we are so excited for him. But, you know, inquiring minds want to know. As a single woman, I thought it would be good and also important for us to know what drives a man to propose. So we are going to hear from the horse's mouth today. So this is going to be an amazing episode. Make sure that you stay tuned to the end because there's so much more to learn. Okay, so Aram, tell me a little about yourself. Let us know about about you a little bit. Well, I'm from Ghana. Uh, I was originally born in Ghana and my family migrated over to Botswana where I grew up for about 10 years mm-hmm. before going back to Ghana again for a couple of years and then finally moving over to the United States. So I've been in the U.S. here for about, I'll say maybe 14 years now. Okay. Yeah. So I've been here quite a while. I kind of got integrated into the culture pretty quickly and was able to learn a lot. And I've grown up in this culture, uh, stayed under my parents on a Christian home and that's what I've been doing ever since. Graduated high school, I've uh, been working, and then I just started looking for the one that I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. Wonderful. Oh, that's great. So glad to hear that. And, you know, it's so good that you said that because a lot of women think that men don't think about those things. And how old are you, Aram? I am uh, 27. I actually just had my birthday uh, back in June. Oh, wonderful. What That's good. Congratulations. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of women that think that men don't think about marriage the way they think about marriage. But you brought up a point that you've got your career, you know, you've established yourself to a, a certain degree. So now you're looking for that person to complete your life. So how are you feeling? You're going to be married in just two days. <laughs> uh, funny enough, I'm not really nervous, but I did start getting a bit anxious. Mm-hmm. Earlier this week, but then as the week grew by, I started learning more and receiving advice from um, other married couples, you know, people, figures that I have in my life. And the more I learned, the less anxious I got. So I think, I think I'm ready. Yeah, I'm definitely ready. Oh, that's good. And I like what you said. You said you got advice from other married couples. It's so important when you're preparing for marriage that you prepare yourself as much as possible. In fact, ladies, your one job is to prepare yourself. (laughs) Prepare yourself. And the more prepared, the better you feel. So I love that you said that. So tell me, do you have anything specific that you're looking forward to when it comes to marriage? Honestly, one of the things I'm looking forward to is like just enjoying and growing with somebody that I can be one with. That's really the most important thing that I'm looking forward to in marriage, just enjoying it and growing together with somebody special. Oh, that sounds beautiful. That sounds beautiful. Marriage is supposed to be a journey of two people growing and becoming better. Like after marriage, you're supposed to be better than you were before. So that's really awesome. I love that. (laughs) So one thing I think would be good to know is why did you pick her? I mean, there's so many women out there. I'm sure, Mm -hmm. you know, you're a handsome guy. 
you're smart, you have a great personality, you're laid back, you know, so you're a catch, you know, but what, what about Candace made you choose her? Well, that's um, very, well, what I'll say is that a lot of people ask me that question and sometimes the first thing that I'll say is she's actually not really the type of girl that I'll go after. Mm-hmm. And for those who are actually already married, they also said the same thing that the person that, well, for most of them, they said that the girl that they got married to, they didn't really think that there would be somebody like that in the first place, you know, because I mm. did have my specs and, and all. But looking at Candace, she wasn't really the type of person I would go for, but mm-hmm. there was just an air about her that kind of intrigued me. So I decided to go in and find out like what it is about her that I'm interested in, like what is it that's pulling me towards her. And she has, she shows signs of the fruits of the spirit. Mm-hmm. She's a very patient person. She's very respectful. You know, she doesn't just blast off when she gets angry. She tries to reason with me. Mm-hmm. So it's like really no reason for me to try to go the other way with the way that she responds to me. Okay, that's good. So basically you're saying that you are drawn in by her character. Like, I mean, Basically. Candace is a beautiful girl. So please, I, I want to make sure. Yes, and I know is. you think she's beautiful as well. But what I'm oh, saying is gorgeous. that her, her, she's gorgeous. Yeah, <laughs> she really is. <laughs> but you know how when he said spec, he meant like, you know how some people are like light skinned, some people like all their life. This is what they've been attracted to. They've been attracted mm-hmm. to light skin. Or all their life, they've been attracted to dark skin. All their life, they've been attracted to girls with long hair. All their life, they've been attracted to girls with short hair. All their life, they've been attracted to girls that are thick. And others like girls that are thin. So basically, that's what he's saying. Like, everybody has what normally catches their eye. Well, that doesn't mean, if, you're, if, if dark-skinned girls normally catch your eye, it doesn't mean light-skinned girls aren't beautiful. Do you understand what I'm saying? So... That's all he's saying is not that, I mean, she's gorgeous, but he's saying like, this is what normally catches my eye. But at the end of the day, what made him pick her was who she was on the out inside was the content. So you cannot afford to not pay attention all in all your beautifying. Don't forget about the inside because men notice, they notice how you treat other people. They notice how you treat them. They notice how you treat people in authority over you. They notice all those things. And it matters. If you um, mistreat people that are in authority over you, guess what the man is thinking? Hmm. I'm going to be over in authority over her. This is how she's going to treat me. So those things matter. Do not neglect your character. You know, there's a scripture that says, have the beauty that's the inward beauty, the beauty of the heart, a gentle and a quiet spirit. It matters. And it's attractive, right, Aram? That is correct. (laughs) Okay. Now, (laughs) another thing I love about your story, Candace posted on Facebook. So because she posted on Facebook, and I I talked to you guys before um, that I was going to ask you this question. So because she posted on Facebook, I felt, like I could talk about it. She posted this beautiful, I think maybe a week after you guys got engaged, she posted this beautiful story on Facebook, a beautiful post about how she's marrying as a virgin. And it was a big accomplishment for her because she's not coming from that type of background. She's coming from a background that has a lot of generational curses. She's coming from a background where there's alcoholism, where there's domestic violence, all kind of stuff. Like in her family, there's a bunch of stuff. 
There's a mm-hmm. bunch of mess. Like we all have messes in our families, don't we? So she's coming from right. that background, but she made a vow with God and she made a covenant with God that God, please keep me until I get married. Keep me as a virgin. Keep me until I get married. I will focus on you. I will give you my all, but keep me. And guess what? God kept his part of the bargain. But you know, a lot of women want that. They want to be kept. They want to, even if they're not a virgin, they, there's a certain point in their life when they come in their Christianity, they're like, you know what? I want to wait until I get married. The next person I'm going to sleep with is my husband. There's a certain point that a lot of women feel that way. When you come to making a consecration with God, you want, you want, to, you want to be holy. You want something spe- special, something sacred. But wanting it is not enough. So Aram, I want to ask you, how were you guys able to keep yourselves? Because you guys dated for a while. How long did you guys date? Uh, a bit over two years. You courted. I should say courted. Yeah. Well, yeah, that would be the right yeah. term. <laughs> you started dating and then at some point you started courting. At some point you realized, hey, this girl is the one. And then you started courting. So about two years. So how were you guys able to keep yourselves pure? Actually, it was one of the first things that we established at the beginning of the relationship. Um, she was actually the one that initiated that conversation. And I was really quite intrigued by it. I was like, sure, we can do that. She stood by her word, you know, like, don't try me. I'm not doing this until I get married. And I respected that. And I just abided by that rule. Oh, that's beautiful. And then were there any boundaries or anything you guys put in place so that, because it's one thing to have a rule, it's another thing to have hormones and emotions and chemistry and, you know, you're attracted to the person. So what were you guys able to do to make sure you didn't break your promise? Well, first thing, we made sure that we didn't keep ourselves in an enclosed space. Beautiful. Which is, which usually that's usually a trigger, but uh, we made sure we didn't get into that. And also, Every time we wanted to hang out, we would actually go out and spend time in the public place or around family. If we, especially if we're alone, we just go out into a public area or somewhere in on the outside that would not allow our hormones to get triggered. And even if it did get triggered in some type of situation, we always remember that. And she's a very strong lady, so she would always like remind me, like, "Hey, remember, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to stand for that." So. With her doing that and me also abiding and respecting her, we were able to maintain those boundaries. Oh, that is so beautiful. And I just want to say that what Aram said really does work. It's foolproof. And it go, and it works for any age. I don't want you, to, if you're listening to me today and just be like, oh, you know, they're in their 20s, you know. But I was 35 when I got married and my husband was 37. So we were older. (laughs) You know, we had both lived a life. My husband had been married before we'd experienced life, but you know, the time that we were dating, we set the same standard and we used to have people go on dates with us. (laughs) We had people, you know, like if he ever, when I say go on dates with us, if we ever needed to be at each other's home, we always had a third party come into the house. So it really works. Like the like when we had our first kiss was at our wedding when they said, I do. So what Aram is saying has worked for me, it's worked for him, it's worked for a lot of other couples. So don't believe the hype that everybody's sleeping together. Don't believe the hype that everyone tried, you know, what it was like to sleep with the person before they got married. It's not true. There are people who are abiding by God's principles. And that means that you can too. You heard what Aram said. Aram said that one of the things that really helped him is that Candace stood by her convictions. She stood by what she believed in and she behaved in such a way to earn his respect. 
you know, so that is so, so cool. I'm so excited for you guys. Congratulations to you. I feel like giving you a round of applause. <laughs> that is wonderful. So Aram, thank you so much for being here. I do have one more question for you. Now that is, what would you say to the Christian girl out there? She's believing God. She's like, you know, Lord, I just want something special for myself. But she's kind of disillusioned, like that there's good men out there. What would you say to her? Hmm, Well, the first thing that I'll say is you want to make sure that you guard your heart. Keep your heart in Christ. Like keep your heart deep in Christ. Don't let any guy, even if he's the dream guy that you've always wanted, don't let him come in and uh, swoop you off your feet to the point that your emotions are rising and you forget who you are because it's going to make it easy for the guy to take you out of your character. And another thing that I would say is that don't let your emotions swing you the wrong way also. Oh, yeah. And don't give in too easily because the moment that you give in to a guy, he's going to think that it, it's going to make it easier for him to keep doing it over and over again. And eventually, when he gets what he wants, he's going to leave. Now, if he gets angry, then he's probably not seriously interested in you to the point of get, getting married to you. So at that point, you can look at that as a red flag. So that's um, the person that comes to mind from what you share. Oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful advice. You guys heard that? Don't give in. Keep your standard. Stand strong. You know, allow God to do what God does best. And that's make dreams come true. Aram, this is so wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. Ladies, I hope you learned something from this podcast. I'm sure you have. If nothing else, I'm sure you are encouraged to know that there's guys out there that respect women, that will respect you that will want the best for you, that want you guys to start a marriage on a godly foundation. You know, one of the good reasons about having a spouse where you both wait until you're married to have sex is because you, it builds, it starts your marriage on a foundation of trust. Because just imagine if you're able to wait for each other, if your spouse needs to go away on a business trip, you're not worried because he kept himself for you. She kept herself for you. So you're not worried that they'll sin against you because you guys had that experience of being in covenant with God's word together. Thank you again, Aram and Husband Factory listeners. You have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. We'll see you next time. I'm sure you got a lot out of today's episode. Don't forget to share. And guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end here. Hop online to www.husbandfactory.com to subscribe to my VIP newsletter. Just scroll to the bottom of any page and you'll see the button there. Remember, all the great love stories you've ever heard out of all of them, yours is going to be the best. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.